Hello, I'm Bruce Sinclair, and welcome to this podcast from Jordan Hill Parish Church, during which we will share in reading, reflection and prayer for Sunday the 14th of November, Remembrance Sunday. Today our reader is Sarah Mackay, and our hymns come from the Scottish Festival Singers and the St Magnus Cathedral Choir. All are welcome to come and join our services, either online or in person each week at Jordan Hill Parish Church at half past ten on Sunday mornings. During the church service this week, there will be a retiring collection for the charity Erskine. And if you would like to contribute towards that, donations can be given to the church office or they can be given direct to the charity Erskine, made payable through their website. All these details and all our weekly intimations can be found on the church website. From the darkness of death, God calls us into glorious light. From the tumult of war, God calls us into the beauty of peace. From the futility of violence, God calls us into the promise of safety. In light and peace, God calls us to remember. Let us worship God.
Our reading today comes from John, chapter 15, reading verses 9 to 17. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Under the cover of the Second World War, for the first time in history, industrial methods were used for the mass extermination of a whole people. Men, women and children endured Nazi persecution and in most cases were killed as a result. The Holocaust exhibition at the Imperial War Museum in London traces the Nazi persecution and murder of Europe's Jews from 1933 to 1945. Other groups beside the Jews fell victim to Nazi racial policies. Poles, Slavs, Soviet prisoners of war, gypsies, homosexuals were all murdered in vast numbers. And Hitler's political opponents Communists, trade unionists and Jehovah's Witnesses were all brutally done to death in Nazi concentration camps. Starting with the turbulent political scene in Europe immediately after First World War, the exhibition looks at the rise of the Nazi political party and how Europe-wide anti-Semitism made a fertile seedbed for Hitler's anti-Jewish beliefs. It also covers the misuse of science to support Nazi race theory, the isolation of German Jews and the refugee crisis and the advent of so-called euthanasia policies in 1939. Photographs, documents, newspapers, artefacts, posters and film track all show the history of this persecution and genocide, with toys, diaries, photograph albums, storybooks and handmade mementos, revealing people's efforts to survive. Testimonies 
from many survivors bring a moving and a haunting perspective. In the middle of the exhibition is a model of one of the extermination camps. It was here that prisoners were shaved of their hair, which was sold for stuffing mattresses and chairs. It was here, after the gas chambers were emptied, that gold fillings were removed and sold to be melted down. It was here that those destined for the gas chambers left their possessions, suitcases, clothes, spectacles and shoes. Part of the exhibition is glass case after glass case filled with the shoes and the clothes of men, women and children. They are some of the most moving and upsetting displays. A whole life vanished. No mark left on the pages of history for many of them, other than the shoes with which they had walked to Belsen, Auschwitz, Dachau and the rest. One of these pairs of shoes belonged to Giselle Friedman, who was held at Auschwitz and was part of a death march to Bergen-Belsen, where she was liberated. Giselle Friedman was born in Hungary in 1906, and she studied in Vienna and eventually settled in Paris. In July 1943, she was deported to Auschwitz, where she was subjected to medical experiments. In January 1945, Giselle was one of the 10,000 inmates of Auschwitz who were sent to West on the Nazi death marches. She spent five days travelling in a covered train, followed by a five-day forced march in freezing conditions with hardly any food. She then spent a further five days travelling in an open truck before reaching Bergen-Belsen. She was eventually liberated from Belsen. It doesn't say what happened to her afterwards, but the image of those battered and damaged shoes, split at the soles, made of leather and wood, and with rusted metal studs, hits home. Did that woman walk in hope or in fear? Did she know that death or liberation was likely? Was she eagerly waiting for an end to her suffering, which would have been great, or an end to her captivity and freedom at last? Just two shoes to tell the story of pain, suffering, fear, hope, and ultimately freedom. That exhibition in London forces us to reflect on the power of the human spirit and also, for those who have it, the strength that faith gives. Faith is not a shield against all the ills of life. It is not some magic elixir that we ingest to make ourselves invincible. Faith is a prop along the way, without which many of us recognising our occasional weaknesses and frailty, would simply not be able to get through life. Faith in the toughest of times, war, bereavement, ill health, unemployment, broken relationships, is for so many of us what keeps us moving onwards. It gives us a good reason to wait eagerly, knowing that despite all the evidence to the contrary, 
there is still a reason to hope, still a reason to look to the future, still a reason to get out of bed in the morning, still a reason to put one foot in front of the other. Faith combined with the commandments to love one another compel us to neither forget the things that our eyes have seen or to let them slip from our mind. In our flawed world, we are constantly reminded of Jesus' commandments to the disciples, the love that we should have for one another, caring for one another, even through the care of the planet. The current climate change conference glaringly reminds us of the hurt we inflict on the earth. Remembrance reminds us of the hurt and the violence that humanity in the past and currently inflicts on each other. This remembrance also marks 100 years since the poppy was adopted by the Royal British Legion as a symbol of the poppy appeal, raising funds and awareness for those serving in the armed forces. The poppy has come to represent the immeasurable sacrifice made by those who died in World War I and later conflicts, and also those who suffered at the hands of the Nazis. In previous beautiful landscapes, turned to muddy, bleak and barren scenes where little could grow, there, notably and strikingly, despite all the warfare that had happened, that bleakness was broken by the flourishing of resilient red poppies. Testament that our planet, nature, can, if given a chance, find healing and recover. Testament that humanity can, if given a chance, remember past conflicts, remember people like Giselle Friedman, and find healing and peace. For those who visit the exhibition in the Imperial War Museum and see those shoes worn and falling apart, they can only wonder what kept her going as she marched on wearing them, even in fear, even in pain, even in doubt she had marched on and found a future that was not the plan of those who had imprisoned her. For reasons none can easily explain, she found life and freedom at the end of her death march, liberated and lived the rest of her days in France. Remembering her life and journey tells us to remember the past and to learn against all the odds to love one another because God commands it and God loves us. And God dearly wants the world to be better. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, from whose love in Christ we cannot be parted, either by death or life, hear our prayers. For all for whom we remember on this day of remembrance. In times of peace and sorrow, where our hearts ache, 
and the past leaves its sting, where memories of mud-strewn trench are mixed with a fog-filled battlefield, where the horrors of the theatre of war are left amidst a backdrop of crimson cry, when the guns are silenced and the echo sighs into the stillness through the sombre winds. Send your healing spirit, we pray, O Lord. Where wars are still waged around the world and lives are still lost, frittered to the futility of battle, where terrorism is feared and mindless violence is peddled and where worst fears are confirmed, O Lord of Peace, bring hope. To the leaders of the nations, to all at whose deciding whether there is war or peace, to members of our armed forces who still serve and who are often placed in the most gruesome of roles and the most challenging of places, Lord of Peace, show guidance and bring hope, and to their families and those who support, give them strength in their waiting and their wondering. To Elizabeth, our Queen, and all the royal household, we pray for wisdom and strength through service and common life. On this day of remembering, we pray that all might work for a world filled with peace and justice, where war is no more. Help us to prepare communities of hope that care and reach out to those in need. And in every action, that all might remember your commandment to love one another. And so we pray together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen.
they shall not grow old. As we that are left grow old, age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. We will remember them. Thank you for joining with me today for this time of worship. And now, let us go in peace to know that God is love, that Christ's light endures, that the Holy Spirit is found throughout all of creation, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those you love this day and every day. Amen. <laughs>